Hello, welcome to the ICC Parent Podcast. I'm Jeremy, and next to me is John Dewey. Were you thinking of an adjective? No. Why not? There are no adjectives <laughs> that are kind enough to use for <laughs> on air. Oh, yeah. So hey, we're back. We missed January. Uh, it was a little crazy month. So, but we're back now. We'll do this monthly again uh, with the Parent Podcast because it's awesome. Podcast. Yeah, because he's a parent. And I'm a youth pastor. <laughs> so <laughs> And we love parents. And we love parents. Yep. So, hey, today we're talking about five destructive parenting habits. So over the last few years, John and I have both enjoyed reading a lot of work from a guy named Dr. Tim Elmore. If you listen to the podcast, then you know that we've brought up his stuff before. He works with families and college students across the country. And over the course of his career, he's uh, been, as we said, both working with students and families and also just being a dad. He began to pick up on some of the parenting habits that some of us have uh, that appear to be good, but in reality are not yeah. so good. They're more destructive. And so they don't help your kid grow but uh, grow up to be a responsible adult, but in fact they might hinder that. And so he wrote an article uh, called Five Destructive Parenting Habits, and we thought we'd look at three of them today. Uh, but we would definitely highly encourage you to look at those other ones. So go on right. his website, just search for Five Destructive Parenting Habits. And read the rest of those. But today we're looking at three of them. The first one is motivation. So John's going to talk about that. Yeah, one of the first things that uh, Dr. Tim Elmore talks about is one of the destructive parenting habits we have is how we try to motivate our kids. And uh, what he talks about is how we need to replace motivating through fear with motivating through wisdom. Um, now, parents, if you're a parent and I'm a parent, here's if you're in tune at all, well, here's what it feels like. As parents, we seem to be more fearful today than ever, right? Like, we're scared that our kids won't make the honor roll or scared that our kids are going to get hurt or scared that our kid isn't going to get a scholarship, so they've got to start the sport. At their two years old, they got to pick the sport. And go out. Like We're just scared of everything. And here's the deal. As a parent, I'm sure you can even add to that list of things that you're scared for um, for or about your kids. And hear me. Don't, don't hear me wrongly. There are some things that we should be concerned about. But as we communicate and as we live and as we parent based out of fear, what we do is we send a message to our kids. And, and maybe we don't even realize it, but we send this message to our kids. Hey, the world's dangerous, so play it safe and don't take any risks and don't trust anyone. Um, that's not good, right? Yeah. That's not good. In fact, if you read through the scriptures, God is always about going, hey, take a risk of faith. Take a risk of obedience. Step out into a dangerous world and bring light into it. Um, and so, parents, this is a destructive parenting habit. And uh, Tim Amor says, instead of motivating our kids with feelings of fear, we need to encourage them with age appropriate. So that's key, age appropriate, right? So mm -hmm. I'm not going to do this with my oldest, Ruthie, who's 14, the same way I will with Amelia, who's 8, but with age appropriate words of wisdom. And so just here's an example. Here's what a fear-based parent does. A fear-based parent says to their kid, Man, you can't walk to the store, you can't walk to, to Walmart, or you know, you can't walk to Burger King. The traffic is horrible. You might get hit and somebody might take you. Uh, well, they probably wouldn't take your kid, you know, but somebody's kid. You know? yeah. But we can, we can do it all that. Wisdom-based parenting says it this way, age appropriately. Or, okay, you can walk to the store. But you can only go if you go with, you know, fill in the blank, only if you go with your older brother, only if you go with a group of friends. And remember, be careful when you cross the street, look out for each other, and when you get there, why don't you text me? 
So there's a difference there. Fear-based, you can't do it. Wisdom-based, right? Let me set up some guidelines to make this happen well. So, so here's just kind of a, a, a simple phrase that we can say for this first statement. Wisdom-based parenting will empower your kid. And that's the goal. We want to empower our kids to be responsible adults. Wisdom-based parenting will empower your kids. So first destructive habit we need to do away with is motivation based out of fear. We need to motivate with wisdom instead. So yeah. Jeremy, look at that second one. Yeah, the second one is talking about schedules. And this world is crazy with schedules. Uh, and the idea is to replace clutter of a schedule with simplicity of a schedule. So according to uh, Dr. Robert Leahy, I'm sure that's how you say his name, right? Leahy? Le- Leahy? Something like that. Uh, the average teenager today has the same level he, of he, ang- he tells me to call him Dr. Bob. I don't think he does that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So anyway, he says the average teenager today has the same level of anxiety as a psychiatric patient did in the early 1950s. Think about that for a moment. Okay, that was probably long enough. Yeah, just really think about how crazy that is. If we sum up all the reasons for this into one word, it would be noise. The noise of screens, the noise of information, the noise of media... The noise of busy schedules. So much noise. Yeah. We're not created to consume the amount of data that we do each day or to run at the pace we do each day uh, as adults and especially not as kids. Yeah. So we need margins for both our mental and our emotional health. So what if you became intentional about quieting some of the noise? Having no screen time for certain hours or maybe even certain days. As a family, you just do away with that. Deciding to not answer that text or that call or that post immediately. Choosing one to two activities to do as a family instead of four to five, or even just as a kid. Not being involved in so much is okay. Research is starting to show us that when we build margin into our days, we actually develop empathy and creativity. So here are a couple examples of this cluttered versus simplified life. So cluttered life parent says this, hurry up quickly, get, get your stuff together for practice, or we're going to be late for your soccer practice and piano lesson, show choir, and karate lesson. Hurry up, we don't have any time to waste. That's way too much stuff going yeah. on. They're going to have no room to just think and be creative and slow down. Yeah, and if I'm honest here, I'm even as I hear you say that, that's, that's most parents, that's probably most mm-hmm. families, wouldn't you say? Yeah. I know it's ours. True dad. Seriously. Yeah. yeah, and then here's an example of a simplified life parent. So this fall, let's pick just one extracurricular activity to involve ourselves in. And remember, Thursdays from after school on, our house is a no-screen zone. So that might simplify your life a little bit more and simplify your kids' lives and start to develop some margin in your life, which is so, so, so important to your emotional and mental health. So a simplified life will allow your kid to live more life. That will replace the clutter and it will go much better as a family. So those, that's our second one. Our first one was wisdom-based parenting. Um, and then the third one. Yeah, the third one is, is has to do with feedback. And it's just replace emphasizing behavior with emphasizing belief. Um, as a parent, here's what I know. One of the easiest things to forget. Um, it's easy to forget what we're actually parenting for. Right? And, and just everyday life of trying to get kids to school and practice and all this stuff like really comes with the cluttered life, um, we forget. Listen, our goal is not not to produce really good kids, right? It's not. And even if you think about that, you go, wait a second, but, but it's not. 
Our goal is to help produce godly adults. The years that your kids are kids are short and they're moving quickly. We want them to become godly adults. So here's the deal. When all we do is focus on now, there is this tendency to allow behavior to rise to the top of our concerns. Right? What's the behavior of our kid? What behavior do we want to see in them? What behavior do we want to stop seeing in them? So all we try to do is change behavior. And listen, I tell you, just yesterday we had an issue in our house where there was the behavior of one of my kids. And man, that rose to the top. And I, and I was ready to jump in and just, I want to fix the behavior. But here's the reality. Behavior is driven by belief. Right? What do you believe about yourself? What do you believe about work? What do you believe about school? What do you believe about your friends? What do you believe about your value? What your kid believes about all those things, that's how they're going to behave. And so what you believe drives what you behave. And so when belief is rightly directed, behavior is going to follow. So when all we do is go change how you behave, we may fix one destructive behavior pattern. But since we've never talked about the belief that drives that, they're just going to find another destructive behavior pattern. So a behavior-based parent says this, I saw you, you know, fill in the blank, I saw you be mean to your sister, I saw you cheat on that test, I saw you be whatever, I saw you, and I can't believe you did that. We don't act that way. We're the Deweys. We don't do that. I don't ever want to see you do that again. It's behavior-based. A belief-based parent says this, I saw you, fill in the blank. Same thing, whatever the thing is. But then you pause and ask questions. Can you tell me why you did that? Like, what does that behavior say about what you believe about that thing? What does that behavior say about what you believe about you? Can I just be real honest, parents? Um, for one of the first times yesterday with this issue in our house, I was able to not focus on behavior and ask those questions to my kid, and it changed our discussion. Hey, hear me, parents. Here's that saying. Belief-based parenting keeps the big picture in mind. Belief-based parenting keeps the big picture in mind. And those three things, just three of the five, mm -hmm. they are huge, right? The wisdom-based parenting will empower your kid. A simplified life will actually allow your kid to live more life. And belief-based parenting will help you keep the big picture in mind, and that's to help create godly adults. Yeah, that's awesome. So those three things are so good. And remember, only three of the five. So we really would encourage you to go check that out on Dr. Tim Elmore's website. Um, take some time to look at the full article. Yeah. And then... Ask this question to yourself, where do you need to start? Just pick one of those parenting habits that you can change this week, or maybe in the month of March, you can do that. Yeah. Um, start to set it up. Start slow and fully grasp one of those before you move to the next one. Um, because if you try to do everything all at once, you probably won't be able <laughs> to do anything. Um, it's such a big change. But just grab one of those parenting habits that you can change. Um, and then here at ICC, we want to help you guys and empower you. Uh, equip you and walk alongside you however we can so if there's something from today's podcast or any questions you have to talk about please let us know give us a call send us an email or just stop in we would love to talk to you about that stuff so uh from icc student ministries we've got coming up um the only big thing coming up at this point is silver birch for middle school uh, we'll open the signups for that pretty soon and you can get your kids signed up for that that's always always one of the best weeks of the summer Ask any kid who's gone. So uh, that's coming up. The rest is just normal schedule. So thanks for listening. Hope you have a great week.